This is Hawk with my pride and style. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hawk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. The, we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. Hi, everybody. Hey. This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Non-Taken Podcast. Shout out to The Buffer. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. My unpaid announcer is David McGregor. Thank you for listening, everybody. Hope you had a good Super Bowl. Hope you had a good Valentine's Day. If not, I still have the world's greatest panel. Mike Carota is back. Our sweet little baby boy, Mikey. The pride of Montreal and the co-host of We Didn't Get a Rose. The best giggle in the game. Lisa Cheneau is back from What's Your Sign podcast, from Chatterbox Comedy Night, maybe the coolest glasses of anyone I know as well. Matt McCarthy is back from How We Roll on CBS, from We Watch Wrestling and Watch It. You know Matt McCarthy. Chris Mejia is also back from The Good Comedy Show in Seattle and the other host of We Didn't Get a Rose. This was a very fun group. So without further ado, here are Mike, Lisa, Matt, and Chris. And if you don't already, if you're here for the first time, welcome. Please hit subscribe. What's up? <laughs> Remember those guys? What's up? What's up? Super Bowl, baby. What's up? Okay, so percentage of people who watch the Super Bowl who actually care who wins is? Oh, it's got to be less than 10%. Less than 10 that actually care who wins. I yeah. mean, not just because you have money on it. Yeah, like less than ten. Yeah, because I mean, not especially... a lot of Bengals fans and no, or Rams and then fans. the L.A. Rams. Somebody lives and dies by the L.A. Rams. No fucking way. Christian Duguay is the only person I know. And what he'd been waiting his whole life for them to come back to town or something. Yeah, that's see, that's how many of those cases are there? One Christian yeah. Duguay. Right. <laughs> So I'm happy for him. Do you know any Cincinnati people that are Bengals fans? Probably Josh Sneed. People from Cincinnati. God. Um, Dave Waite. Brian Pillman. Yeah. I mean, all I can think of is wrestlers. I'm like, I don't know. Is the Miz from Cincinnati? Oh, he's from Cleveland. Cleveland. His dad is from 1971. Yeah, so then maybe Brian Pillman Jr. Pete Rose. There's no Pete Rose has he's gotta be sour on everything. <laughs> he's doing okay, right? I, you figure he's doing all right. You gotta figure he's okay. But he's gotta be sour Oops. on everything. Chris Mahia has been waiting. God damn. Steven Spielberg is from Cincinnati. What? Hmm. Have you heard the story of him taking like a tour of Universal hopping off of the tram and just setting up shop in one of the offices. No. 
and then like making sure that he befriended like security guards that day so that like they're like oh that guy's supposed to be here so he sh- kept showing up and going into this office that's one of the hollywood stories that you hear is that spielberg just faked it till he made it wow oh dean ambrose is from cincinnati moxley okay i'm trying to decide who i think is the most famous person from cincinnati i could google this i mean there's spielberg there's neil armstrong maybe it's neil armstrong i mean spielberg is probably more famous than neil armstrong yeah I feel like Armstrong is more of an American famous, whereas like Spielberg has like international movies. Yeah, but he was on the moon. Yeah, but if you they would do <laughs> they would do international fame. So that's that's only actually, moon famous. He's famous <laughs> off world as well. Uh, everyone else. Oh, he was on the moon. We don't give a fuck. That was America's thing. <laughs> William Howard Taft. Oh, the guy who made Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, that's my shit right, right. there. How many moons? <laughs> okay, all right, fair. William is Howard it, Taft, that's the guy that got stuck in the bathtub. Is um Jerry Springer from Cincinnati or is he a different Ohio? Oh, he Jerry was Springer. Mayor of Mayor of somewhere. He wrote a check to he, a sex worker. Yeah, he might have been mayor of Cincinnati, or maybe he was mayor of Cleveland. He was, so he ran, and then he got impeached, or he resigns because he got caught yeah. being with a sex worker. And then he ran for, like, senator or governor? I, I went to a taping of Jerry Springer while I was in Chicago. Wow. When the when they went to commercial, those people stopped fighting. It was wow. Really broke kayfabe during commercials. Wow. So that's what it was. He uh, he was mayor, and then yeah, he lost his job because of the sex worker thing. Cat Williams. Cat Williams is from Cincy. That's what this says. See, my question is Charles Manson. Is from Cincinnati. That's a pretty famous dude. That's a very famous guy. You know? But like Manson, does that translate overseas? Like that must have been big news, right? Yeah. But Sharon like, Sharon Tate was pretty pretty famous. Yeah, and Polanski was an international Yeah. I mean, but the like Folgers lady. But like I'm I'm hard pressed to think of like other than like Jack the Ripper, who were like, are there internationally famous serial killers? Jack the Ripper. Uh, no. Is Jack the Ripper really internationally famous, or is it just because America's obsessed with British shit that that's why we know about him? Well, I think we're just obsessed with murder in general. <laughs> but isn't there, like, a serial killer in South America who killed, like, an absurd amount of people? Like, just would the Babe Ruth of like, yeah, you're thinking of cartels. <laughs> those, yeah, those those guys kill a lot of people. <laughs> but like somebody who, like Manson never actually killed anybody. Manson we know of Manson's followers killed people, right? So Manson, wait, 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 wait. hold on, really? Manson never, never yeah. killed a never killed anybody that we know of. I used that in a roast one time. I said, like, I uh, compared them to Manson because they never actually killed, but all their friends did or something. That was, like, the joke. So I remember that. That's really funny. 
Wait, so why do we... Hold on. I feel like he should have an asterisk the same way Barry Bonds has an asterisk. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I feel like he's just a mob boss who had there did none of the fun things of a mob boss then if he didn't kill anybody. They got him on tax evasion. <laughs> No, I, don't I love how I love how our legal system will only get murderers on completely unrelated See, shit. Okay, like, Roy Rogers is listed on here, and Roy Rogers has probably one of the most famous actors of his time. Who's Roy Rogers? I don't think I. He's a cowboy. He's like a singing cowboy. Never met a man I didn't like. No, no, I'm thinking of uh, no, wrong joke. I believe that. Oh, wrong. Uh, oh, shit. No, no, no. He said, I never met a man I didn't like, but I was about to say that he made the joke, I never drink water because fish screw in it, but I, that might be <laughs> W.C. Fields. Wait a minute. Oh, no. Who am I thinking? Who's the never met a man Will I didn't Rogers. like? Will Rogers. Will, Will Rogers said he never met a man he didn't like. Yeah. Man, that guy would rip on everybody and everybody liked him. Explain that to me because he said that shit about liking everybody. He spoke, ever- he was like, he went after everybody. Everybody liked Don Rickles. Oh, right. He said he would not fly in 2022. But would he just because it's him? You know what I mean? It's like he's the one guy who's allowed to be that type of person because he's that type of person. They just, yeah. He's like a very World War II era, like knows every like Irish people do this. Puerto Rican people do this. And then, like that's, and then you guys would come on, and he would really get you. Yeah, he'd be like, "Look at this guy here. <laughs> Look at this one over here." Yeah, I think I I'm saw looking it. at people from my hometown, which is Lakeland, Florida, and uh, Ray Lewis is from Lakeland, Florida. Ray Lewis. So he somewhat, liked... I say that because we're talking about murder. So Unlike Manson, up... <laughs> he actually, yeah, he actually murdered. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Do you want to talk about the Super Bowl? Did you guys uh, see the halftime show? Did, what did you think of the halftime show? I did. I, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought uh, I thought it was really cool to kind of uh, see a bunch of people who no longer make rap music uh, come back to, to perform their rap music. Uh, but it was dope seeing that. It was also really funny to me that they censored all of the police lines except for Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre still said his police line. Um, I just think that's funny that the NFL was like, okay, we'll let you come up and Negro up our stage, but don't you dare say anything about the cops while you're doing it. And then Kendrick was like, okay, I'll follow the rules, which is weird that Kendrick was the one that followed the rules out of everybody. Yeah. And Dr. Dre, I guess it's just like, I have too much money for me to give a shit about Dr. This, Dre so bought just... SoFi Stadium in the middle of it. <laughs> hey. hey. Mikey, oh. sweetie. Oh, sorry for being late. So, Mike. It's okay. What's happening, guys? How are you? Did yeah. you watch the Super? Did you watch our American Super Bowl? Nah, I couldn't care. I was watching Married at First Sight Australia. <laughs> With my girlfriend, baby. Do you have a? Do you guys watch our Super Bowls? Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, it's huge here too. Like it's not just really. You realize Americans have the right to feel like they're the center of the universe because they actively make themselves the center of the universe. They, you guys are unescapable. Our TV, our biggest news is your fucking truckers. Everything you've done. 
Yeah, our truckers are fucking stupid. Are you kidding? We're me? gonna talk about them in a second, but uh, I wanted to see. Fucking go off. Hi, Matt. Nice to see you again. Hello. <laughs> hey, Chris. What up, baby? Hi, Mikey, sweetie, baby, honey, my lover. Good to wow, see you. Wow, it's Valentine's Day, and you guys are having a moment. Carry over from right. our podcast. I can't, I know what the, I, can't I know what the mic is like. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, baby. Did you see this guy? Uh, his name is charlie kirk do you are you familiar with i I think i know exactly what you're about to bring up but i won't spoil it i'm mostly familiar with his uh the clips ben glebe posts about him uh, uh, owning charlie kirk and it's like well so you get that abortion is necessary and then charlie kirk's like "Uh, uh, uh," whatever that's all i got on charlie kirk his face is very punchable so charlie kirk who has a very punchable face 28 years old i just want to i just want to share his age to let you know he's not an 80-year-old woman, <laughs> referred to the Super Bowl halftime show as sexual anarchy, which is Matt McCarthy's old uh, gimmick. Uh, sexual anarchy. <laughs> Try it. What did he see that was sexual anarchy in your mind? Well, the way Dre was making love to that piano, I'll tell you. Yeah. I think, I guess probably the most sexual... <laughs> Matt's look is like fuck you, Mike. How dare you? He's making. I mean, where else do you go with it? I think maybe the most sexual part was like when Fifty was rapping. He had like women around them, but even then, I just think it's funny that he called that sexual anarchy when like. A couple years ago, J-Lo and Shakira were just squirting all over stage. Like, I feel like this is just Teletubbies in comparison. Well, there was a gay Teletubby that was controversial. I mean, you were too young to remember that there was a major Teletubbies problem. Weren't all the Teletubbies gay? Yeah, I was about to say, I thought that was the thing where they were all, like, everyone thought, like, oh, don't watch, don't let your kids watch Teletubbies. They're all gay. The it's purple like, one was gay. I don't know yeah. why. Tinky Winky had a, had a purse. <laughs> And they're like, yeah. that's the gay one. Yeah, Jerry Falwell or somebody was like, that one's gay. It's got a purse. <laughs> I just love the people that are like, it's not uh, like you snowflakes are offended. And then they see somebody like doing like one twerk next to an overweight. God bless him. 50 cent. <laughs> 50 uh, one, looked, looked better in super- 2003. Tell you that much. Uh, he would just been shot then. Yeah. Right. He's all right. <laughs> well, that's. Did you not know the the best witness witness uh, weight loss uh, programs are going to jail and getting shot? Those are the two ways if you want to lose weight. <laughs> in the video Gucci for in- and- mm-hmm. oh, I was just gonna say Gucci Mang and Bobby Schmurder are proof that if you want six pack abs, don't get casted in a Marvel movie. Just go to jail for murder. Like just. Just do that. You're going to come out. Why didn't anybody tell Kumail? Just go to jail for murder. And then (laughs) that's why. Hey, Mike, how many people do you think Charles Manson murdered? How many? Th- oh, I, I think Charles Manson. Look, I've watched Mindhunter. He didn't technically murder. No. OK, fine. You knew this. <laughs> you got to be a real yeah, sicko to that. know that. I didn't know that. I thought he murdered no, he, a bunch of people. And he was just he just commanded. He put the orders. Well, he yeah, he basically was like he fucked with a bunch of kids who had nothing else going on. And were like and he was like, get this. If you don't murder, you're going to get demons and you do it. He's fucked. I don't know. Sounds like also, a Dickens villain. 
like uh isn't there like a villain in one of the charles dickens book i read books like once eight years ago so i might be wrong dickens uh, very dickensian <laughs> i say things like it's it reminds me of a charles dickens novel and then yeah, well, I... that's what it feels like whenever somebody references 1984 on twitter it's like you read that one book and misunderstood it i wouldn't put that on the internet this is just that like is 1984. <laughs> it's People so the Orwellian. Are always like, it's Orwell- oh, this is Orwellian. Like, <laughs> this is a Kafka-esque Orwellian nightmare. Straight out of a Dickens novel. <laughs> you ever heard Hitlerian? Wait, wait, I've heard wait, wait. Hitlerian. Orwell, Kafka, and, uh, and uh, Dickens walk into a bar. A right-wing nutjob's mind explodes because he has to understand too much all at once. Too much reading. Yeah, I get all these references. I read books. <laughs> I've you seen just that. Said you did for a bit. I read books. I actually read Animal Animal Farm. I've read that one. I read uh, Animal that House. I read that book. Uh... <laughs> I eat animal crackers. <laughs> I listen to Animal Collective. There's. Did you know that did in I the live the action thing? Animal Farm movie, we watched it in high school because we read the book in high school and then we watched the live action movie. And in the live action movie, there's a sex scene. There's a what? Would you there's say a sex it was scene. sexual Between anarchy? Whom? It was sexual anarchy. <laughs> That's how you bring it back, baby. <laughs> Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. <laughs> sexual <Yeah>. anarchy. <laughs> you want to do the bumper this week or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this bitch said gazpacho police. Uh, oh, my God. What? What's this? What a stupid fucking asshole she is. She is just bottom of the barrel. This bitch said gazpacho police. She's dumber than a second cone of paint. Just fucking like like just just a bag of rocks. Fucking stupider than a fucking lasagna. Like she couldn't even. Hold on, don't come for my people. I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> just saying, you don't bring your taxes to a lasagna, you know. Wait, what has happened? I don't know what this. Marjorie is. Taylor Greene was oh. trying to say Gestapo police, wow. and she instead said gazpacho, which is a Spanish soup. Oh. <laughs> uh, she said gazpacho police in a in a clip that I saw that looked so. Stupid! I thought it had to be fake. Uh, I'm just learning that gazpacho is Spanish. That's oh. really cool. Good for us. We are doing <laughs> great work today. Gestapo soup. You don't want to eat <laughs> gestapo soup. I mean, <laughs> uh, like, like uh, gestapo it, soup is the only soup that says it's just following orders. What's it doing next? Following a recipe? Get out of here. Am I done? Do I? Did you write go? that right now? <laughs> Did you write that? It's actually written on a sticky note on his monitor. Yeah, yeah somebody, somebody, don't pull up. You the saw the right news now. a couple of days ago, and you wrote it. You're like, hey, "Where's my pen? Where's Matt's my pen?" Still steaming. Matt's just still like, he, I, you were I so am. ready. I, to do I am. That. I'm trying to get to I'm the funny part it. of it. Like, but like I, like that woman just it makes I am enraged. Like <laughs> she makes my cheeks red, and like large like hers i don't want to body shame anyone but like she's just got that like i talk like this thing 
You know, I I don't know if I'm picturing the right woman. Is she the one that had a bunch of guns and behind her her? Uh, That's Lauren Boebert. Yeah, this okay. is the blonde one. She looks like the Texas tornado, <laughs> Carrie Von Eric. She looks and, like when oh. she looks like when like a middle school teacher dresses up as like uh like a, a ventriloquist dummy for Halloween and like paints those lines. Nice. That's so funny. The, I, oh. Oh, she's the one that doesn't know how to work out at the gym in a way that I'm oh like, I don't work God, out. And I'm that's... like, that's wrong. Wait, what, how that's does right. she work out? She just she she thinks she's doing CrossFit. She she tried to she was oh. doing like what are, what are the pull ups, chin pull ups. And but yeah. she kept like just basically using the momentum of her body going down and up again. And oh, you like, I've seen people do those. Yeah, but you're not supposed to. It's not right. You're not. That's it's bad for you actively. And like everybody on Twitter that they was like, Jesus, poor form. And then MTG was trending. And I uh, I play Magic the Gathering and write for a website called Commander's Herald about Magic the Gathering. And people being like, why is MTG <laughs> trending? Oh, the game must be popular oh, again. Magic and the to gathering. be fair, it has been. Yeah. But they were like, oh, no, it sucks. We don't want to be tagging anything today. She does look like one of those uh, Republican people who goes on an immigrant rant in a Chipotle. Like, she just has that kind of energy. She also, I can guarantee she has at least two pairs of, like, cheetah print pants. Like, she just reminds me of every mom from my hometown. (laughs) Which is where? Which is where? Lakeland, Florida, baby. Home of Ray Rice. Ray Rice. (laughs) Ray Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. There you go. Ray Lewis, yeah. I got it. I got my joke. You okay, ready? yeah. Already, already. <laughs> Bring it to me. Earlier today, she complained that Democrats want to take Republicans and lock them up in the goulash. <laughs> it also sounds like an ethnic food. I like that you leaned in for it. You were. That's, you got to let people. You got to let people know you're giving them what they want. Yeah, the yeah. Goulash. <laughs> oh man, I've been waiting for an Andy Kindler reference on this. Thing. <laughs> Do you know the Kindler the joke? Goulash. Do you know the Kindler joke where somebody gives notes on the wheel? Oh, I yes. I've Does it have this, to be so round? <laughs> I could. Listen My favorite to is when he stutters day. for a while and then goes, hey, hey, "Hmm," and then looks at you like that was the joke. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> Kindler is. By far and away, one of my all-time favorite comics. Yeah. And it's just bonkers to me how the most I've ever laughed at him has been at, like, JFL at his midnight show where he says absolutely nothing, and I lose my mind. (laughs) It's so great. What's up, Lisa? Interesting fact about Andy Kindler. (laughs) Yes. Huge deadhead. Is he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No surprise. I did a show with Andy Kindler and the first set ever by Dolph Ziggler, and I took a picture of them together backstage. <laughs> was this Tom oh, Sibley's show? Sibley was there. Is Dolph Thank Ziggler you. a wrestler? Because you mentioned Tom Sibley, so now I'm guessing wrestling's involved. Yes. Okay. It was Chris Garcia that asked me to do it, but Sibley was there. Did they have that? Was that their show together? Uh, at the time, Tom would have said it was his show okay so i i don't know take it up with <laughs> with him <laughs> i'm gonna, I, I'm I gonna have to. to say lisa i love your glasses i think they're very yeah nice. what's up thank you so much for having me i'm so sorry i was late and matt i'm a huge fan of yours so i'm truly honored and thrilled to be here 
Did you mean Mike? Both of you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm taking that one, Brian. You can have the next one. (laughs) That one, Carosa's is taking it. (laughs) This bitch said Gaspacho Police sounds like you're you're quoting Twitter. It's like it's literally what it feels. It's like that's what it feels like. Is like that's the tweet. It sounds like the opening line of a of a rap song. Like just like a like a passive aggressive B side from Drake, where he's just like this bitch said gazpacho police, or like and a really good pop. slam poem. Mm. <laughs> this bitch hey, said gazpacho police. Hold on a second. That would imply that there is really good slam poetry out there, <laughs> and there is a limit to a lot of it. What are you talking about, man? Chicago, baby. That's where it started. At the oh. Wow, I mean, Mike, this is a really embarrassing way for you to admit you don't, you're not cultured. <laughs> hey, man, you think I didn't listen to Kanye's good albums like the ones where he put out slam poets? You mean you didn't he did him on Def Jam doing slam poetry? You didn't have college dropout <laughs> or Jay Ivy? that in 2004? Def Poetry Jam, you didn't watch that? You think mm. I didn't watch that? They're still not good. Throw music behind it. <laughs> Listen, Mike, I'm so cultured. I fucked the slam poetry. <laughs> Everybody knows that you, you fucked the, the uh, Anaconda by Nicki Minaj. Mm, and that exclusively. No. The RPM that, is, is too, it's too hard to keep up with that. Amateur. Have you guys ever just typed in sex playlist yes. on Spotify? <laughs> That's what I do. Very embarrassing, <laughs> but true. I do it on Apple Music and they censor the songs. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've lived a privileged life because I've always had um, like I've always had a paid music streaming service. I've never had the ad supported service. So I've never encountered hooking up with someone and then having your hookup interrupted by like a Tide commercial. Like, I've, you never know, like many stand up comedians have happened as evidenced by all the bits about it, you know? <laughs> Well, no, like I'm I'm not even I'm not I'm saying like I've never had that experience before. And I never thought that was you guys ever gone to a laundromat. What happens to that sock? (laughs) What happens to it? Where does it go? On airplanes, tiny things of peanuts. Uh, I'm just uh, uh, I actually have never heard anybody do that. premise i was just yes anding mike carosa for no reason just to be you mean haven't heard anybody do for that no premise. reason I, I see that's the thing is i'm mean because the last call i had at work today took me 10 minutes later than i was supposed to be and i'm feeling particularly it's time to subtweet comics now okay i'm at here's I'm at your moment in the state of the industry here's your moment carosa what will you explain to me what's going on with these truckers in canada no next question <laughs> I, I that premise sounds familiar, but like I honestly I can't, and this is not. I don't know how this is going to come off. I, I I I'm hoping some of you will agree. When I'm at a show, like I just don't watch the other acts. I just don't. Oh, you know Matt, what I mean? I do know what you mean. The thing is, I still love comedy so much, and oh, I'm no. ready to let it kill no, my fucking my, joy when I someone sucks. Love comedy. But right. like, I I can't, McCarthy like, will I'm, only watch if he knows someone's bombing. 
dude. Oh, I mean, wow. look, that is that's different feeling. though. Because I, like I was about I to say, like I was too. about to say, I love comedy, but I love right. my phone more, and I love looking at my phone. I'm just, I've, I've just been doing this since like 2003, and I'm just like, I, mm. I, I don't want to watch stand up, mm-hmm. like, like, but, like, but. If somebody's eating shit, it's all like, oh, different. This okay. is, so fun. That that's high fucking art, you know. Ah, uh, yes, I love, I love watching somebody time. eat such shit on stage. But I also do very much still love listening to, like, the albums that come out every week. Like, I took a drive to Quebec City this weekend with my girlfriend, and I listened to two comedy albums on the way up. Like, I'm, you know, Sean Murphy's album's pretty fun. Mike, how long you been doing comedy? Eleven, twelve years. Man, and you still. Yeah, dude, fucking love it. It's my favorite thing in the world. Bring it on, buddy. I love. Okay, my favorite thing when I moved to Toronto. When I moved to Toronto, I start. Like I took over. Slight threat. Open. Just bring it on. I'll bring it on. Comedy's my favorite thing. I'll kill you. Anyway, <laughs> that felt threatening. I didn't think that was. Threatening I love well. comedy. You're never gonna see your family again. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, I Chris, love you, comedy. I'll right. kill I you with a pencil comedy. in your eye. Yeah. That's my favorite thing in the world. I love um, comedy. I've never technically killed anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Charles Manson. Oh. Um, I, love, <laughs> I, I love, I used to, when I moved to Toronto uh, a handful of years back uh, before coming back to Montreal, one of the first things I did was I took over one of the open mics over there. Like somebody was like, hey, we need somebody else to start hosting with us. And and I just would watch. I would host uh, once a month and uh, maybe another time a month I would go to the open mic and just hang out, do a spot. And, and I would watch the new comics just work shit out. And it was just so invigorating to see like new comics come out and be like so stoked on it and see what's hitting and all that. Like I yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do is just see. Have you Something been to happened. a Los Angeles open mic? <laughs> I have not because I feel like the sycophantic uh, is the weirdness in the air might just get to me. I'm afraid of that. That's, uh, that's probably something in the air over there. I'll never forget one of um, at least one of the weirdest things I've seen at a mic that I can remember at this moment uh, mm-hmm. at the comedy on the ground before it was closed down. In Seattle, uh, a dude, he was second to last. I was last. So I had to follow mm-hmm. him. Uh, his uh, closer, quote unquote, was him putting a paper bag over his head and doing a Louis Armstrong impression while he's saying that song, uh, What a Wonderful World. He's saying that song. Mm. And he's like breathing in deeply in the paper bag and just the whole crowd is like less focused on w- remembering what the bit was even supposed to be. We were all like, are we a, like, is this this guy's way of killing himself in front of us? Long story short, he did it. Uh, he lived <laughs> through that and did it at three more mics before someone approached them and told him, "You can't do that anymore." But um, yeah, then I had to you were all that. worried he was going. He, he was that's how he was killing him. Isn't that a, how you suffocate a yourself? Plastic bag. Yeah, like a plastic bag. Like oh, a, you said like paper same, bag. Oh, you said, you said, paper, I said paper bag. bag. Oh, my you bad. Paper bag. Um, it's, way less, way different circumstances. You, you said know what? Neil how... Armstrong. You said Neil Armstrong, and he's from Cincinnati. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, a plastic bag, like the same shit you get, like at Safeway and all that. Um, he put that I think over they do his paper head. there too, right? Let me ask you though, because like w- before you started doing comedy, because I never went to a comedy club in my life to go watch comedy. I just ah. mm-hmm. started doing comedy. Yeah, same. Mm. So there is still 
that part of me that like I have no desire to sit and watch a comedy show. I see. Now, I started going to comedy shows before ever starting comedy. I, I grew up in Montreal where all I did when I was a kid, like I didn't watch many cartoons growing up. Like my dad had uh, the comedy network on a lot. So I watched all the Just for Laughs galas like nonstop, had a bunch of them memorized. I loved it. So the second I was allowed in clubs, I started buying tickets to Just for Laughs and saw any comedian I could and went to the comedy club. I mean, I don't think Rhode Island had the world's or the North America's largest comedy festival, Matt. So maybe that's why. I mean, that they might, have a, yeah. they have the comedy connection, but I I've never stepped foot in that place, you know. Also, two thousand three, two thousand two, like when I started, you had to be like a nerd to be yes. into comedy. Right. Whereas yeah. now you can, it's like cool, which bothers the fuck out of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was for fucking psychopaths in two thousand two, two thousand three. Right. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I went for my 18th birthday to a comedy club and saw Psycho. a hypnotist. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah. no. One of the worst no. things I've ever seen. Yeah, it was horrible. Was it like Frank, what's his name? The X-rated hypnotist? It yeah. was someone like that. It definitely wasn't anyone recognizable. He was the guy who was always like every week was like headlining at the Providence uh comedy connection the week before i started doing stand-up i couldn't get into the club because there was a hypnotist there and like mm. college kids just packed into uh, my college <laughs> always did a hypnotist show every year like on the first week of school people fucking uh, love that shit i don't understand it Why it, would you... it was it frank was fun santos. oh frank, that was <laughs> frank santos the r-rated comedy hypnotist r-rated he's still watch it he'll it. make you say boobs when you're under <laughs> Hit up my P.O. box in Cumberland, Rhode Island. <laughs> Lisa, did the hypnotist make you them. want to do stand-up, or you just were like, I love it? I didn't do stand-up for another like six years after that. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, no. He died. Oh, no, he's no! dead. No! He sang, he sang a Louis Armstrong song. <laughs> yeah, we just got y'all on 4K making fun the, of a dead guy. Another, another hypnotist <laughs> said that. You made him think he was Louis Armstrong and he put a plastic bag on his head. Died in his sleep in his home in Cumberland. 60 years old. Young man. Wow. R.I.P. To the real Wow, that's crazy. There's got to be like a good hypnotist. Like, I remember when everybody hated... Uh, <laughs> Lisa shaking her head. None. Just There's, a hard disagree. <laughs> man, everybody used to hate impressionists, and then uh, there was good ones all of a sudden, and people loved it. Yeah, again. I'm well, gonna send this thing, to my brother. There's, there's got to be at least one good. Like, for example, like shit on magicians all you want. I love I, magicians. I like a good magician. Magicians are fun. That's the thing. I, I will admit that any like if you get a if you do a good magic trick in front of me, I become a caricature and I will oh, run out what of do the you room. Mean? You're gonna I, run out the Lisa's room. Lisa's got an opinion. They do what they do, but like hypnotists to be good at it, I think being funny is not part of it, if that makes no. sense. Mm, like yeah. if you're gonna them. Yeah, like if you're gonna teach me not to smoke cigarettes, like Hell yeah, let's get a hypnotist involved, you know? <laughs> but I don't want that at comedy. <laughs> Wait, what if you went to a comedy club and the hypnotist was like, does anybody have any bad habits they want to break? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of every hypnotism show is the moment when two or three people on stage realize that they are not hypnotized and they do. Oh, that. yeah. 
They come, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they take the That's sad happened. walk back to their seat. They're like, I guess I'm in, <laughs> I'm impenetrable. Oh man, the hypnotism open mic has got to be the shit. <laughs> wow. I think the only time you I mean saw you put me was... on first. <laughs> you know, Brian. Brian, he's more of a hypnotist. Hypnotist. You know, like it's just like we <laughs> who know the crap. The back of the room is all hypnotized. <laughs> What's the Andy Kindler of hypnotists? <laughs> uh, how do you become a fucking hypnotist if there's no, like, how do you get stage time and learn how to do it? Like, focus groups? That's a what, great pra- question. Honestly, terrifying questions. There's a lot of people out there who have been dealt emotional trauma ba- because they're hypnotists. Charles men. Manson was one of those men. There what? we go. We brought it back. Well, the so only time, speaking only of Manson, time the truck drivers. Was at uh, a friend's birthday party. Her mom hired a hypnotist and mm-hmm. like brought up a couple people, the birthday girl, and then like one by one, everybody left but the birthday girl. And so then, like afterwards, we were like, "Were you really hypnotized?" And she's like, "No, I just felt so bad for him." Oh, yes, that there's I just probably a lot of that. That's, that is hypnotism. So that. That's probably the whole industry. <laughs> It's just codependence. Just You're just party. exploiting codependence. Oh, people being like, I wow. didn't want you to feel bad. So I was like, oh, oh no. Right. That's fucked. Oh, my God. Just polite laughter is like. <laughs> like that's, that's probably why it works in a bar setting at a, in nightclubs, because you look at for the person who's clearly an alcoholic and then whoever oh. is married to them is oh. going to come on. It's like, this is the most codependent person in the room. Are there any Al-Anons here to come up here? <laughs> And try to help. Like I, it's up to me. I've got to help this guy. We just cracked it wide open. I think you got absolutely. It. And I am an Alanon. There so. you go. There it is. Full circle. Oh, it's anonymous. You can't be. You got you. What are you doing? You you're ruining. You're ruining the anon part of it. <laughs> oh, you can tell people. You can tell other. I can't tell you who else is in there. I can tell you, I'm in Rolling. there. What's that? <laughs> Who's the most famous person at your Alanon meeting? There's some famous people. Oh, it is anonymous. Yeah. Oh, come through, Frankie Ocean. I technically could. (laughs) You guys follow any like topics on Twitter? All the time. Like I follow wrestling. Yeah. And I just got an Mm -hmm. alert of a tweet that I wrote. (laughs) 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 And I'm looking at it. I was like, who the Matt McCarthy? I'm like, that's. Every now and then you you'll know, tweet somebody has just like stolen one of your tweets and you'll be like, you'll uh, bust them for it for like other wrestling sites. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's one site in particular that just steals memes like. Yeah, business. there's yeah. so many of them. Yeah. Do you want to explain the, the truckers of, uh, thing or no? Yeah. <laughs> OK. Um, from what I understand. Uh, so there's a bunch of truckers who uh, there's a mandate for vaccines right now to be able to go through borders and to actually work with certain companies. And there's a bunch of crybabies out there who are like, no, I don't want a vaccine. Uh, and they're like, I don't care how much it'll help people around me. I'm not putting something I didn't want in my body. Uh, and they are uh, they're, they're just really a bunch of uh, a bunch of people who are like, I, I'd rather lose Quick my side job. Note, I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you, Mike, but I feel like you can't like you can't be like, oh, I care about what goes like what happens to my body if you regularly go to truck stop bathrooms. <laughs> I mean, for them, it feels like a matter of circumstance. I can't even hold that against I mean, them. Famous, really what the woods. famous health <laughs> nuts woods. truckers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have their own type of speed. 
I well, I had a five-hour energy drink about four and a half hours ago. I got to time this one right to stay on the road for another. The conditions are horrendous, but point is, they're essentially. Uh, okay, so from what I've uh, I've come to understand is that there is a far-right political figure of some sort who has organized this trucker convoy and over Facebook apparently. Uh, just just full on being like put videos of xenophobic shit like uh, anti mask, anti mandate, anti vaccine rhetoric all over it. Far right rhetoric. Basically, it's basically QAnon coming to Canada and a bunch it's of about these time. fucking dweebs it's about time. <laughs> A bunch of these fucking dweebs will be like, look at how many of us there are. But it's like one person for 90 miles because it's just nine trucks or whatever. I don't know how long miles are. And like you, you've got 1600 um, meters. Also, I can't me. believe that you broke QAnon's anonymity. <laughs> He's an Al-Anon. <laughs> so both uh, of you, Matt and Lisa, said you were in QAnon. Is that what you just said earlier? <laughs> Damn it. The Anon stands for anonymous. <laughs> you have Q clearance uh, and it's also anonymous. in Canada, isn't it? Key Anon, folks. Z Anon. Because you, you're in Quebec, not what Quebec. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a good right. point. Quebec. You're right. We are Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. The I forgot to lean forward. Again. That's why you didn't know it was the funny. They always like the bad that. guys at the wrestling shows in Quebec. Of course they do because they represent. Oh, we are the French. I don't know. They like the. I don't know what's happening. Don't they always cheer for bad guys? Day. McCarthy is that the thing that they do in Montreal? In Quebec. Montreal is. Uh, it can tend to be one of those towns where they're. Yeah, yeah, where they are like. Oh, it's like the Twilight Zone here. It's everything's opposite here. Quebec's a hard. They're 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 they're, they're a hard crew. It's like French Texas. They're just you know. It's a lot of. Oh, I wouldn't go that. Those far. are two words I never thought I would ever hear in the same. Well, sentence. they they don't think that they're part of Canada. Uh, right. Sounds like a sex well, move. That's, Give me a French Texas. It's mostly strip clubs and churches. Oh hell yeah! So, that's what's up. It used to be. A lot of those places closed down. They got rid of all the churches, finally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now lean in a couple times in a row. Let's see. Yeah, that's Mike, Lisa, Matt, and Chris. If you haven't yet, and you're finally sold, please hit subscribe. If you're enjoying the show, pass it along. You don't need to keep this to yourself. You can let it get out. This isn't a show that you should feel bad about listening to. You can tell your friends. They might enjoy it. There's still more show, but if you want a video of this panel, and every panel since March of 2020, that is on the show's Patreon. How do you get to the show's Patreon? I'm glad you asked. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. B-R-I-D-O is how you spell Brido. I'm up through 1964 in World Series reviews, so we have finally completed an insane post-war Yankees dynasty following those there is also 51 chicago comedy history project bonus shows watch and listen to the interviews that are becoming part of a book i'm currently shopping this week a pretty big lit agent told me it was well reported so there's that if you want to support the show the show's patreon is also where you go do i need money i fucking do patreon.com forward slash brighto if you want even more of me I've been co-hosting Power Moves with Mike Burns. 
That's a great show you should be listening to. And this week, I did the Luck Stops Here podcast with everyone's favorite degenerate and bona fide hunk, Scott Bowser. I gotta say, that was a lot of fun, a lot of belly laughing. I know some Bowser fans listen to Hunk. Check that show out if you haven't yet. Uh, I think it's episode 101, wherever you're listening to this. Uh, The next Human Soup Show. It's the live comedy show, comedy and music show I do with Kelsey Ayer. It's on March 3rd at Checker Hall in Highland Park, Los Angeles, California. I think I can announce the lineup. It's also got comedy sets from some of your favorites, Johnny Pemberton, Maggie May, Nate Craig, hope you brought towels because it's going to get damp, and Cameron Esposito, plus music sets from Jaws of Love and Double Wish. The show is free, so come on out. That's a fucking banger lineup that I put together. No, don't mean to toot my own horn, but ooga, motherfuckers. <laughs> what? I'll take that part out, right? What is wrong with me? Sometimes I'm just talking to myself is what's the fucking problem with me. Okay, we'll get right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. Is there a very attractive woman doing a voiceover? Let's hear it. This show was brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape with black belt instructor and bona fide hunk, JJ motherfucking Barr. He's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go, go, platter the fuck out of life until it taps. No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Tell them Brido sent you. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners, tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and TV alive during this podcast. Tony's a film nerd, Joel is a music geek, and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle podcast anywhere you download your podcast. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you'll like our show too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. (laughs) These guys fuck. (laughs) Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. It was Valentine's Day this week, so you know those boys fucked. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Mike, Lisa, Matt, and Chris. And if you haven't hit subscribe yet, maybe you're sold by this point. If not, just, well, I don't know. Hit subscribe. The uh, Oscar nominations came out last week. I know it's still weeks away. I wanted to see how many of these movies you had seen and if you had hard and fast opinions about these. I think... Are any of them hostile part two? They are not. (laughs) If it's not Paddington 2, I don't give a fuck. It is not Paddington 2. Are any of them sequels? (laughs) They're making a third Paddington. 
Are they? I actually oh, haven't seen yeah. any of They that. announced it, yeah. <laughs> but I like Bears, so I should watch it. Uh, West Side Story is not technically a sequel, but it's a reboot. It, I it's a musical, went, though, so it doesn't count as a joyful experience to me. I went in. Being excuse like, me. Cincinnati excuse native. Me. Cincinnati excuse native. Me, Matt's talking. Matt's talking. OK, Steven Spielberg. Cincinnati native Steven Spielberg made the West. Side I went story. in being like, why the fuck would he do this? And <laughs> it's terrific. Is it? It's, I have oh, it in my home in DVD form. Yeah, no, I mean the main guy, what's his name, is is uh, is a complete fucking drip. I mean he's just a cold <laughs> fish, but everyone oh. else is phenomenal. I gotta say when uh, West the Side West Side Story, oh. when the new Rita Moreno say, uh, like was on SNL. Ari- Ariana DeBois, DeBois. When she did DeBois. SNL, I was like, "This person I've never seen in my life, but this is a star." This that's what, like what I thought. She oh, okay. stole that movie. Wow. Yeah, phenomenal. I want to okay. see it. West Side Story is one of my favorite musicals. Also, Mike Carrozza, you can lick my gooch. How dare you slander musicals and the great culture that it provides us? I'm a, I'm a. Uh, Chris, I went to theater school. I went to theater school and everything, and I'll tell you this right to your face. Get your gooch right in my mouth. <laughs> house of gooch. House of gooch. Father, son, house of gooch. Wow. All right, I'll see you in three to five business days, baby. Flight <laughs> from Seattle's not that long. I, I want to take a couple of pit stops. <laughs> You're driving? I've only been to Vancouver and Canada, so, you know, I'm going to see some other sites. I'm uh, got to get out east. <laughs> Let's see what your country has to offer besides even colder white people. <laughs> Look, it's a lot of distance between every city. It is rough. <laughs> Canada's a big place. You're going to see some huge. That's right. They got breath. You never hear about heart. Canadians touring Canada in like, it makes no sense. Whenever I see uh, an American's tour poster for comedy, it's always like 17 dates back to back. And I'm like, Fuck yeah, that's sick. I wonder if I can pull that off in my country since I don't need a visa to work here. And then I try to organize one tour and I'm like, these three places that require two days of driving each are going to be postponed until I can get alone. (laughs) Yo, 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 what's up, Regina? (laughs) Oh, it's fun that you think I could get to Regina in a reasonable amount of time. Can you get to Calgary? (laughs) Calgary. Calgary is even further. That's on the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah, okay, has I'm anybody seen Power of the Dog? Did you see Nightmare Alley, Licorice Pizza, King Richard, which I have a joke about, Dune, hmm. Drive My Car, yeah. Don't Look Up, Coda, Belfast. I think Matt McCarthy saw Belfast. Who has opinions about these movies? There are three uh, movies I'd like to see, but I haven't seen a single one. Not one? After everybody else. <laughs> no. I've seen a bunch. I think Look, I saw I, Dune. I saw Don't Look Up, and I I feel like it got a little bit harsh criticism. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, saw. I liked that it too. a lot. I liked it too. Yeah. I liked Don't Up. No, my only. Uh, you get to see a famous qualm. woman's butt. Oh. Whose butt Was did we see in James Dunkle? Brolin Streep? You got to see a Streep butt at, during the end credits. Meryl Streep's button is in Don't oh, Look Up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about now. Oh yeah. right, that's true. Chris hasn't seen the movie, but he knows all the it's butts. Probably no, not I a have, real butt. No, I have seen that one. I have seen Don't Look Up, and I did enjoy oh. it. I just thought it was too long. Any movie that's over two hours, I'm just like, what is this? Yeah, straight up. I don't think we can see Drive My Car. What's I don't even is know. It's a Japanese I, movie. I don't even, 
I thought the power of dog wasn't there a movie just called Dog with Channing Tatum, and I'm like that can't possibly be what you're talking about. Uh, yes. Why? No. It's the one where Sean Connery goes, "You're the man now, dog." It's that. You're it's the that. dog now, Channing. <laughs> uh, Indiana was the dog's Western name. Movie. It has the Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. Uh, yeah. That's right. Oh. And- it's a it's a real slow burn with a with a twisty ending is what that one I, is. Yeah, that one I haven't watched yet. I like a slow burn, but if, if it's under two hours. If you got a HD TV, you'll like that one more. It's more of a pretty movie than anything. Oh, I love pretty movies. Uh, Nightmare Alley. Did you guys see this one? <laughs> no. Can I, I can I give you a sucks, recommendation? But it's fun. I it's yes. pretty fun. I see Nightmare okay. Alley. Okay. Okay. It's is on, it scary? Is it, no, I wouldn't have watched. I don't. I'm not a f- huge horror movie fan. I get I get scared, and I don't want to Me admit too. it. I love I love horror movies. So wait a second. Nightmare Alley is called Nightmare Alley, but there's no nightmares in it. It's, His uh, life is a nightmare. It, yeah. Well, it's like um he works for he works for a freak show. It's like that uh, oh, Red Hot nice. Chili Peppers video was a movie. The one with Farley. <laughs> Does anybody want to do their best red hot chili peppers in person? I got one. It just feels like a fun thing. I I what the first show I did back from COVID, someone mentally unwell came and interrupted a comedian and used a bunch of slurs and we all thought it was an active shooter. And oh, he came in playing red hot chili peppers to like interrupt the show or whatever. And now when I hear it, I get a little like Oh. Just a little anxious. I don't know. Wow. <sighs> wow. Well, I hate that for you. Uh, I hated it to myself, to be honest. Yeah. And, you know, some of those comedy store door guys kind of guys are pretty fucking cool. Like, they really handled it. And it wasn't at the store. So I was oh. like, all right, like, maybe I love the comedy store. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, look, I'll tell you this. Red Hot Chili Pepper sucks anyway. So you don't need it. <laughs> You're not you know, missing uh, much. Jim Hamilton's That's just joke. Lisa. I, I love them so much. Nobody tell Lisa we love them. Jim Hamilton has one of my favorite jokes ever. He goes, today was like, my day was like a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nigel Grinstead, fantastic comedian, a Canadian comic from Arn Pryor, Ontario. Wow. Nigel Grinstead has a bit about the Chili Peppers that is... One of my favorites to see live because the way he does his Ketis impression, his cheeks loosen up like a fat dude saying bees a lot. It's just very fun. <laughs> it's so it's such a funny little bit and it's so quick. It's on his album Unplucked. Check it out if you have a second. Unplugged? I really love it. Unplucked. That's fun. Uh, not, Nigel Grinstead, honestly, just a crusher in a room and not enough people know about him. And I, I love watching that dude. He's one of those guys. You come out from the green room to catch him if he's on. All I right. love that dude. He's so good. Does anybody know Mark Douglas? No. I knew him a million years ago in New York. Musical uh, stuff. He had a, But he had a song where he's just like, like he plays a riff, and it sounds like every Chili Peppers riff. And mm-hmm. the whole song is just like, California, Cali, California, Cali, 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 California. It's uh, <laughs> pretty good. Did you see Licorice Pizza? Good, I saw that. Yeah, I heard it was fun. I don't understand how it's, it's okay. How it's okay though? Like in twenty twenty two, that's if, it. There's uh, a, but that's just it. Is it's 
it's 70s isn't it's it? every it's really good but like the age difference between the lead characters yeah. is like very off-putting yes uh and then the two scenes where uh, the japanese the japanese uh restaurant it, it's, it's insane. just a it's a turd in the fucking punch bowl. I'm just like, this ruins this whole fucking movie for me. I don't Isn't the whole movie about their age difference, though. Isn't that a big factor? It's a huge, it's a factor. very big factor. Yeah. OK, so like it kind of makes sense, but it is still very weird. It's, that it's one real? of the women from the band Hame. Hame. Oh. Yeah. Who Hame. they have a song called The Wire that fucking rips. Uh, they got a couple of band. good songs. I wonder if now when filmmakers want to do something problematic, they just I didn't see the movie, so correct me if I'm wrong, but they just said it in the past. Right. <laughs> like, is that what they do as oh. they're like loophole? It feels yeah. oh, they're like this was the yeah, 70s. Maybe. So this guy can say the most heinous it racist was shit. like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not helpful. Right. That's like Quentin Tarantino was like, what? It's the Wild West. Everybody adds. You know what? I'm going to say it on set. Quentin Tarantino giving everybody line reads on that fucking set. It's funny that Pulp Fiction. That was a better joke than anybody gave it there. I just want that. I didn't hear what you said. I was thinking of what I wanted to say. I said Quentin Tarantino gave everybody line reads on Django and Chain so he could say the word so much. That was good. I thought his character, maybe I'm misremembering. I love Django. But I think if I'm misremembering the movie, I could have sworn like Tarantino was like the only white character in that movie who didn't say the N word, which I thought was weird because I thought was to myself, Tarantino, you're so obsessed with this with this word. Why did you not take the opportunity to say it? Who was he in the he movie? Definitely, he was one of the slave, he's a slave trader at the uh, end. Uh, I mean, he definitely calls him like he calls uh, he 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 says a different kind of like like slur adjacent word i'm not yeah. saying T- tarantino is like it's like oh he's the same right. in the movie uh i did enjoy <laughs> watching him explode into 18 different pieces i, I love just... the idea of somebody calling him a saint i don't know <laughs> you know tarantino not that bad he could have said that word and he did it <laughs> it is very really funny to think of a spanish person going santa tarantino <laughs> tarantino is the worst part of pulp fiction like Yes, he's such absolutely. a just a bad actor, and then the scene that they have him do, like where he, ugh, like it's just I I, I rewatched I, that and I was like, yeah. I don't even know why I still own this fucking movie. It was very watching that for the first. I remember watching that for the very first time and being like, that's the guy who wrote and directed this, <laughs> and like and being like, oh, I guess he's racist. Like, why is he? <laughs> The character's wife that? is black, also, if I recall correctly. The yes. Bonnie situation Bonnie is w- black, yeah. Which is even weirder to me. It's I don't I I don't know. Well, because Mike, he can't be racist. He has a black <laughs> wife. I try that all the time. It doesn't work. Um, <laughs> if, I, if that worked, I would do it. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, Jeff Bezos has a $485 million super yacht that was built in the city of Rotterdam, but is too big to leave. So they have to dismantle an old bridge last dismantled fun fact by the Nazis in world war two. Can we cue that Bo Burnham song? What is it? Oh my God. The Jeffrey Bezos song. 
Okay, low key. How the yacht and water dam had to dismantle it, Bezos. Low key, what a flex. Like, not only is your yacht so big that you have to destroy a bridge just just to take it out the garage. That historic bridge. Oh, God. The boat, my boat's too big. Batting an eye. Uh oh, boat's too big. Gotta get it out somehow. So this, also, someone has all your dumb Amazon drones to carry it. You fucking loser, stupid uh, dweeb ass. I also, fucking hate Jeff Bezos so goddamn much. I love bad. how much of a logistical like he has such a boner for logistics, and yet no one decided no one to measure. He has the such bridge. a boner for logistics. He flew it to space. Uh. <laughs> Uh, a clip of the people at like an outdoor cafe when he's walking by and they just start heckling him. No, what? What is this? It's incredible. It's just it's just this couple that are sitting there and they're like they know that like that's his SUV or whatever, or wherever he's coming out of. Right. Mm-hmm. And as he goes by and they are just rapid fire hitting him with like, like, hey, Jeff, how come do you even give a shit that your workers drop dead on the floor of your factory? And then the girl's <laughs> like, hey, sorry about your lazy eye. Sorry, money can't fix that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Get into him. Get Fuck his ass. Real. Also, the side swipe at people with lazy eyes and dealing with it, that's not fair, but like, fuck Bezos, right? Like, it's the second time that I've body shamed someone who's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Bullying is okay if the person is bad. I mean, sometimes I like lazy eyes was... look cool, like Fetty Wap. That guy looks cool. Yeah. I'll say this it's a half a billion dollar yacht. Yeah. And that's not even going to register to this man in the long term. It's just insane to me that that's allowed and real. And I think that he should fall off it whenever he can. Thousands of people joined a Facebook event <laughs> called throwing eggs at super yacht. Jeff Bezos. That's amazing. Would you join if you were in Rotterdam? Yes. Would you go it, there? Yes. I, I would fly you, to Rotterdam. Is that a felony? Can you is there some legal loophole where you can get arrested for throwing eggs at something? Like, is that a problem? Well, okay, I wouldn't wait, be it's, there. It's littering. <laughs> what's the lowest charge you can catch? And wait, what's the biggest thing you can throw at it with the lowest charge and not be a felony? I don't know. Because I would love to do whatever that is. A fish. I will throw. Fuck yeah. Give me a floppy ass fish. I'll throw that at the boat. No problem. <laughs> Who was that Fuck celebrity him. that Jeff Bezos and his girlfriend went to some ceremony and Leo uh, DiCaprio? Was it Leo? And like it was Leo. Leo was like l- kind of flirting with the girlfriend or something. Oh, yes. Yes. Right yes, yes, yes. Yes. That was at LACMA. Mm-hmm. That was at an event at LACMA. And uh, yeah. God, imagine dating. Imagine dating Jeffrey Bezos and Jeff Bezos and you guys go out for dinner and you're, he's like, so we're going Dutch or like, yeah, <laughs> cause like, what can he buy her that DiCaprio can't buy her? So it's like, now this guy's like handsome I and mean, charming. Buy a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I so... don't think DiCaprio's got that kind of power. I'll say this. I don't even think it's about buying just the way she looked at DiCaprio and he took Two mm-hmm. seconds to say three words, and she's immediately more interested in that. Well, no yeah. one Jeff Bezos possibly be for Jeff Bezos. Well, that that outfit he wore on New Year's Eve was <laughs> just what a fucking wretch. God, I hope he melts when the sun. I just, I don't. I hope. <laughs> I think. I want. I want. Look, okay. I know this isn't how billionaires work, but I hope when Jeff dies, it's like Sonic the Hedgehog, and all his money comes out of him, and people can just pick it up and we celebrate worldwide. I mean, that'd be cool. He is the next uh, piggy bank in Squid Game. 
people yes. like people when people die it's like in gta where all of your money that's just on you just plops onto the ground I'm for that i mean we should be looting corpses at all times right is that what you're saying chris <laughs> loot, a, loot a corpse hear me out <laughs> hear me out Ludicorps, that's ludicrous as a business venture. <laughs> Listen, Lud- I'm just saying, everyone keeps saying eat the rich. So then when I suggest that we do that and their money falls out, suddenly I'm the weirdo. Okay. You're talking right. about cannibalism. I'm sorry, but Ludicorps is so much more gangster of a name than Ludicorps. Ludicorps. <laughs> I like that. Uh, <laughs> how do you guys feel about Dave Chappelle killing affordable housing in Yellow Springs, Ohio? <laughs> Why do we do this podcast? <laughs> Every, everything, everything is the worst. What are you doing to us? You're like, what is this? Dave Chappelle showed up to a uh, a city council meeting and where they're trying to build affordable housing, but he's like, I will pull all of my investments out of the city. Try me. And then uh, they decided not to. So, uh, this is the city, like the the town he moved yellow springs ohio yeah Yeah. why are we surprised about the behavior of a black man who chooses to live in ohio (laughs) i'm not thank you i i love that i love that i will say i will say one of the best tweets i've seen on this was it's wild to see dave Chappelle, the man who turned down uh turned down so much money so he wouldn't be corrupted come back and accept so much money that he became this whoa he delayed it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, wow. he uh, just very sad. They What's the he, name of the town again? Yellow Springs. Yellow Springs. Yellow Springs. Oh, here comes I heard, His... I heard Chappelle. I heard Chappelle said much like uh, with the Chappelle show, Yellow Springs was a lot more fun when it felt like no one was watching. <laughs> <laughs> you know he meant it because he leaned in. <laughs> Oh, oh, do you want to hear of it? <laughs> they wanted to, they wanted to build affordable housing, and he said no. Yeah, because he has a restaurant wow. planned and a, something. I don't even Man. know. There's not even really news as to exactly why he yeah. doesn't want this. Maybe he could. It could be like, hey, it doesn't go far enough. But... As a person who works in restaurants, can celebrities just stop making mm-hmm. restaurants? Like, you don't know mm-hmm. what you're doing, and it mm-hmm. is also. A restaurant is not a good business plan. I don't know no. who thinks it is, but it's not, and it never has been. I I think but as a culture, it's insane that, that we venerate businesses as a thing because it's like, how many of them go bankrupt and you're still like, well, he's an entrepreneur and we have to be like, that's cool. <laughs> it's like, fuck right off, dude. Eat your well, own That ass. was my question. Isn't it just yeah. a write-off? Like the idea is right. you invest in something bad and you're like, oh, I lost money, so now I don't have to pay any taxes or something. Yeah, oh maybe wow. maybe that's, that's why they do it i, I thought fucking of that. hate rich yeah. people yeah they don't do shit to lose money that's for sure i also just had a flash i think this is wild that matt i've watched you know i've also been a fan of yours for a while and i watched you in that college humor video with <laughs> pete holmes as batman and you're the riddler and i showed that to all my friends <laughs> And Classic. here we are just fucking yucking it up and I'm being a total fucking McCarthy. <laughs> You're a perfect gentleman every time we do McCarthy. this show. I feel like we're always on the show together. Are you? I, the last time, I, the last not the last time I was on, but I think the time before that we were on together. Yeah. yeah. You guys, I'm so sorry to do that to both of you. Um, I love it. Don't you dare. <laughs> uh, oh, this I just is- want to say I've been on my best behavior this whole podcast. I have a- <laughs> 
I just want to say I've been great. You are. Uh, I've been a model minority (laughs) on this podcast. Uh, And (laughs) despite the fact that I currently have access to an auto-tune machine and I haven't busted it out once. Oh, shit. Why you haven't done it? We'll do That's that not model behavior. Let's hear Thank the you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Hey, Chris, I think it's time for Bachelor News. <laughs> I'm not doing it now that it's wanted. <laughs> Chris was also on the, and Mike, we're on the wildest episode I've ever had. So that's... Uh... <laughs> We didn't have a choice but to be the straight man on that oh one. Oh, my God. Everybody just played straight man on that one. Well, uh, Akeem Woods <laughs> uh, showed his ass, and, and uh, Mia Jackson gave the best eye rolls I've ever seen. Akeem, Akeem had to get an order of food in the middle of the show and move his car. It was it muted was his video to then resume his video to show us the delivery man. <laughs> He's wild. Oh, he's cute. Okay, so uh, here's a Spotify deal not a lot of people are talking about. Harry, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle got $30 million. Uh, They've so far have produced uh, 35 minutes of content. (laughs) And honestly... I respect a good hustle. That is a hustle. Get the bag and then just dip. If they pay you first... Why do the work? That's on them. That's business 101. Extort the labor and then pay. You know what? With the amount of N-words Joe Rogan said, I think it's fair for anybody to just take as much money as they want from Spotify and dip. Like, they still want to back him. Get out of there. Whatever. I don't care. Take that money and run, even if the monarchy's dumb as hell. (laughs) So we're saying good for them? All right. They're hiring people. Like, Spotify hired people to be like, could you help them, like, make something? And so, yeah, you know what? Hire me and I'll just like give Megan a thumbs up every time she says no. I'll be like, that's good. And I'll be like, they don't want to budge on this, guys. I'm sorry. I don't know what to do about it. But I've been asking every 30 minutes and uh, I'm not going to. I think that um, they probably need the money. (laughs) And (laughs) that's what they told um, Oprah. They're like, I know. And you know that she went to high school with Daniel Perez, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wild. With who? Danielle Perez? A comedian, Perez? Yeah. yeah. Danielle Perez, as in our, our sweet, sweet dear Danielle Perez? She has a, yes. joke, she has a joke about it. Yeah, she, her joke know. is like, I don't think it's fair that you get to be homecoming queen and princess. Yeah. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> her lead, joke. Lead in, her the, joke. lead in the musical or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah. funny. Um, yeah, that's that's an like a LA LA story. It is very odd to be like, I like the prince, I like the Duchess in suits. I <laughs> love suits. Yeah, fan. It is one of my favorite shows to like recognize that I don't know what they're talking about, and that's part of the appeal. Because it's always very fun to be like, well, I filed this injunction. Yeah, well, you forgot about this one, where the this one from 1973, and it's like, and you can't do that. My wife watches that show. He just walked right into it. All that's all procedurals for me. Like I'm like Uh, like any B story. I'm even like Star Trek: The Next Generation. I'm just like I am lost. I don't understand. I I'm just mm -hmm. waiting. I just Waiting for someone with a strange-looking forehead to show up, and then I know that they don't like that. <laughs> you know, what kind of ridge does this one have on the forehead? Yeah, well, I, I, it's true. I'm just like I'm like I am the guy who need like any. I don't watch any of that shit, but anytime I'm uh, in the room and someone else is watching it, and like I'm like I'll watch it with you. Mm-hmm. I'm the audience member that they are specifically writing like. Any Ice T lines or Richard Belzer lines, because they're the ca- characters that come in and say, 
like after all the fucking exposition. That's messed up. But yeah, the, and the, 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 the like Belzer walks in. He's like, so you're saying she didn't want to be married to this guy? And then that, I'm like, <laughs> okay, now I'm all right. Oh, you should be doing that recurring every week on any show. Honestly, I think that would, I would buy I would you love kicking to be the, the big dummy. Yeah. If you would be the big dummy who literally only kicks in the door into the crime scene, says that line and leaves before you get an answer. You know what though? Be, uh, that would be an, like bring back Murderville season two. <laughs> I love the role of yeah. the dumb guy. And I'm not saying this is what Sibley was on. We watch wrestling, but I used but when he was on there and he didn't know something, Half the time I'm going, God damn, Sibley. And then ha- the other half of the time, I don't know it either. And I'm glad it's being mm. explained to him. Right. Mm. So yeah. like, like that was like a, a, I mean, a, it's a helpful thing. If someone's dumber than you, when you're listening or, or something, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Well, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And, Anytime and- I'm like, li- cause I, especially like on Twitter, I, I, I always see we've gone from a to C where mm-hmm. it's like all I see is comedians tweeting about the news story and making jokes, uh, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I haven't read the headline yet, so I don't yes. know why this is mm-hmm. funny. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know. And then you catch up like three hours later, you see the actual news story, and you're like, Ah, Gianmarco had a good tweet about this earlier. We should right. go back and like it now. Well, that's what I that's what it. Carson would do with the cards. You just got to do it. You got to think of it like that. Oh, that's what's, incredible. What was, what, was, what was the name? Carmack? Carnack. Carnack the Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Can it. I ask you guys a uh, opinion about this? I'm sending oh, in the chat. Oh, oh love okay. a good link. So check this Chelsea Handler Instagram out and tell me, do you think she made someone go buy her a brand new bubbler? <laughs> or does she not smoke weed that much? Or is it like she just cleaned it? Brand um, new. Everything about this is lame. <laughs> the I hat, don't believe that. The, the hat's also the hat, brand new. Yeah, I was just about to yeah. say that hat and... Um, <laughs> the angle in the hat looks like it was aggressively folded. Somebody bought before. the hat and was like, you gotta you gotta bend it, make it look like it's been worn. Yeah. And somebody just fucking doesn't know how Dude. to do it. <laughs> it oh, was definitely yeah, a it flat horrible. bill. It was a flat bill. This is gonna make like, for terrible house. radio. So this is also, a, um, this there's is... a cut. She she takes a rip off yes. the bowl and then it cuts to her blowing out the smoke. It's like, what the fuck is this shit? She, she this supposedly is a... takes a rip off of a brand new pipe. This is a I mean, that Instagram pipe has never been used Chelsea before. Handler. I mean, so what is this all about? Is she just, I'm just like curious. What, Snoop Dogg? Snoop I'm Dogg just... uh, smoked weed before the Super Bowl. I'm just curious, time. like, does her assistant have to go buy her a pipe every time she wants oh, to make it? Instagram? 100%. No, I, I bet either. I bet either the assistant was asked to clean it or get a new one because she was like, I can't have my six story bong in this one. That I have to go all the I way bet she really likes bo- uh, bongs and su- uh, the f- football hats a bunch in that year. We're just being unfair. <laughs> the football hat tells me it was bought new for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a prop. For sure. I can look at a hat and be like, that is something that you give a shit about or that's a prop. Mm-hmm. And that is a prop. Yeah, absolutely. And I look, I don't know weed enough to know much about what it should look like, to be honest. But I did live with someone who had the world's dirtiest bong. And this tells me that this is brand new, right? It's got to be. That's what I think. 100%. Um, God help me. I am about to quote Whitney Cummings because this was was asked of me. This is a tweet I wanted your reaction to. Uh, 
comedians did not sign up to be your hero. Oh. It is our job to be irreverent and dangerous, to question authority, to take you through a spooky mental haunted house so you can arrive at your own conclusions. Stay focused on the people we pay taxes to to be moral leaders. One thing that she didn't uh, say it was a job of a comedian was to make people laugh. So I just wanted. <laughs> yeah. Marin well, replied that... to that tweet by being like, you forgot to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> That, Just right underneath it, like that full reply on. works on yeah. several levels. <laughs> uh, I just hate hearing my hero talk that way. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, do you think if you're tweeting the word irreverence, just be careful, like overall. <laughs> <laughs> I I swear to God, I mean, like, and in no way could would I ever sign off, or and I and I'm sure I don't want to speak for anyone else uh-huh. in saying that like comedy is easy. It's clearly no. not. It's right. a very difficult job and pursuit no. and just practice and art form. Yes. But it somebody is wake also, Chris up. It is also no. not the most difficult, precious fucking job in the world. Okay, and I and it makes me (laughs) insane when comics act like it's fucking martyrdom because it's not (laughs) it's we're playing fucking dress up. That's it. We're wearing hats and cleaning our bongs. There's an extent to taking it seriously as an art that is like fine. But the moment it becomes like, you know, I'm really trying to make a difference. And like, I I think, you know, like, you know, maybe we're modern day philosophers. It's like those guys should be. Hey, take six months off open mics. Read a different book. I can't. I don't understand that. And also, you think comedy is easy? Ask Whitney Cummings open one time opener. Katie, Katie, what's her last name from The Bachelorette? Thurston. Thurston. Katie Thurston was like she was The Bachelorette. She had a wild season where the guy she ended up with was just somebody whose bones she wanted to jump because the two really guys that she really liked left. She wanted to fuck this man so bad. Um, point is, afterwards, she was like, yeah, we broke up, and now I'm going to try stand-up. And Whitney Cummings was like, hey, I'm a fan of yours. You want to come open for me and do 10 minutes? And so Katie's first set ever was at a sold-out Whitney Cummings show where she did 10 minutes before Whitney's actual opener and ate such shit that multiple times in the set she went, I don't know, I just want to die right now. <laughs> People were like, that's okay if you do. You know? um, I think she was just like, all right, I'm going to do one more and then get out of here. And someone in the audience went, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is right up McCarthy's wheelhouse. <laughs> oh, part of amazing. part of the thing that irritates me about these kind of proclamations of what what this job should be or whatever is like you don't make the majority of your money from doing stand up. Right. You are no, acting and doing television and producing stuff and like so let's let's not like determine what the job description is for a job you don't even really do. I mean not that she doesn't yeah. do stand up. I'm not like trying to say that in any way. She definitely is a comic. But right. like for the most people that want to be in entertainment, like doing stand up isn't a full time job that pays all of your bills. Oh, uh, I just wanted to do from the corrections department. I just want to say, Katie, what she said was, I want to get off this stage so fucking badly right now. And an audience member yelled out, please do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. 
Honestly, here's another. Okay, wait, hold on a second. I got too much happening. Holy, my, uh, give me a sec. Okay, <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, this happens to uh, a lot of geniuses. In, I've heard. <laughs> you shut your damn mouth. <laughs> so wait, wait, didn't Whitney? Didn't Whitney make two broke girls and then it's like, yeah, yes. set for life. That yeah. thing's in syndication forever. Yes. Uh, okay. So why, why, why have to say anything? Well, Whitney like, had not understand. only that, but she also had her own headlines. Sitcom that did not get NBC with Chris D'Elia. Yeah. On it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Which when um, all of the Chris D'Elia stuff came out, Whitney was like, he's a nice guy. He was on my show. <laughs> I mean, so anyway, uh, <laughs> um, it is it is wild that that's every day. What? <laughs> Hold up. What? <laughs> the Man. funniest thing that he's ever done is that um, video where he finds out that you can save a yes. Snapchat. Oh my god! Oh yes. my god! It's ever done. Oh. Best thing ever. You see oh. a he man. The same- like oh he sees the future in that and whoever put the curb your enthusiasm theme oh. song on that is oh. a genius that's right i mm. he gave the same face i feel like like for mm. example i gave when i was in middle school and i found out about internet search history yes. like yeah. it was just yeah. that same like oh shit uh, was in my new uh. fa- was in my new faces and he was he didn't know i was i could i was backstage i could see him he was talking to himself mm. right before he went up on stage he's getting introduced by sugar sammy uh Oh, sugar sand. And uh, I could, and no one is reacting because it's an all industry show. And I heard Delia say to himself, they don't even fucking care. And then he starts pumping his chest and he goes, but daddy does. And I went up on stage. No. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. He had no idea I was standing there. I, yeah, should, he... I shouldn't have had half of a heart shaped Russell Silver's. <laughs> Before this, <laughs> I'm gonna full vomit. Oh uh, no no no, Lisa! He had an earpiece and was talking to his dad. No no, his dad who produced the Whitney Show. <laughs> his his what? Did he really? Yeah yeah yeah. No, oh that's my favorite thing I hear all month. <laughs> but daddy does. It really oh! honestly, it really sucks that like, because my only memory of. Delia, my memories of Delia have all been just very pleasant memories because it's just for laughs and like you're hanging out with somebody who's just like you're a comic and I'm like well I just started he's like you're a comic and that's just like hella validation and it's just very nice but then do you find out that he is also uh, what did he, do? He, groomed, he, he groomed some underage women yeah I don't know yeah Something oh like yeah that, right? What is the it's okay? So moral lessons versus being funny, I guess, is what she's talking about. And somebody asked me about this, and I was kind of like, I guess uh, if you, I don't know what the answer is because I, I like, do you wish to, at the height of what you do, uh, kind of Trojan horse in some sort of moral lesson, or is that, are you kind of over it at this point? I don't I hold on. Wait, wasn't what wasn't her tweet about this in response to Spotify being like, yes. oh, yeah, the dude who said the N word too many times were taking those episodes off. Yes. Are she or in response to the uproar over uh, Neil Young, Neil Young, like, I don't want or India, Ari, Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah, I think that if you like comedians, I would say are probably not known for having a great moral compass. I wouldn't think. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Right. Um, generally, yeah, we've all seen Dice Clay. <laughs> I saw Miguelson's. Anyway, um, he wears oh. a full Dice outfit to go grocery shopping. Um, 
But yeah, like I just think that <laughs> it's a tragic image. <laughs> I just think that maybe like if you try to live as good of a life as you can, you don't have to tell people you're good, right? Yeah. Like you don't have to get on stage and be like, I believe this. Like you don't have to because you're making the jokes and they're funny and you're like life well lived is the example rather mm. than like trying to shoehorn like I hate that like woke clapter shit more oh than anyone gosh. and I believe in that like I am that person you know right. yeah so it's like I don't want to hear you like force it down my throat that's so but good to hear. I think if you're a good person <laughs> you can still be funny and just not make people like don't you don't need to tell them who you voted for just act like you did you know what I mean uh, <laughs> live it don't be it don't say it right show don't tell show don't tell yeah because also people okay. hate um i didn't watch it but people hate this shay diaz character from uh, oh god it's brutal i've only seen yeah. clips on twitter and it is truly i i watched a clip on twitter once and i was sitting on the couch and i had to stand up and pace for a bit it made me so mad <laughs> what did they do they they say comedy concert so that's a problem oh well, I wonder It's all just clapter it, and snapping and stuff like that. Is it a choice what I don't know cuz I haven't I've seen the clips but I haven't watched the show. Is it a choice that this character is like that type of comic or is that what the writer thinks stand up is? Like yeah, that's what I'm unclear on it. I I don't think there would be way more bite if it was like supposed to be the like a a a a a commentary on this type of thing. This is just feels like, hey, it's time to write a trans comic, and boom, here we go. Non-binary comic. I've we can get a uh, we can get a couple jokes in, and I've seen comics like this, and this is what I think it's. Is it the is character a villain or is the character like a likable character? Oh. Are they played they're, as hilarious or are they played? Oh as yeah, annoying? they're they're filming a Netflix special in one of them, and the comedy is like let's go or whatever it's like horrible like it's there's no jokes there's no jokes there's no jokes Mike, there's, pull up a there's clip not now. a Do single it. joke in it yeah i don't know what this is Do it's it. from the new clip. sex in the city in the reboot. sex in the city reboot yeah. there's a character I have only i didn't even know that that show was on until uh the shay who guerrera yes there we go um I didn't even know about that until uh, people were like, I don't like this person. And I couldn't tell at first if people didn't like the character because of who the character was. And then I watched the clip and I was like, oh, it's because the character's not funny. Got it. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. I, uh, I don't know. I Everybody liked when Chappelle did his uh, 848 one. But then, so I guess it depends on like what you're saying. I mean, that. Chappelle had a couple jokes in there and then also was like, look, we're addressing this crazy time. Yeah. And it, and it was definitely billed as like, it's Netflix. He's a comedian, but he was definitely like, I have a stage and I'm an influential figure. So I'm going to have this conversation. But Che Diaz is a character in a show called like, and just like that, the yeah. sex in the yeah. city reboot where they're like, Hey, one of our characters, guess what? They're dating a nine binary person for the first time. And we're going to do all the awkward steps in the relationship that she's learning about. And then we're going to play it off as cute. And guess what? We're also going to make them a comedian. And Che is going to have what we are joking with jokes. 
and it's not jokes. R.I.P. Ivan Reitman. Where does Ghostbusters rank with the greatest movies of all time, greatest comedies of all time? I'm saying up there. It's good. I don't remember it. It was all right. It was, is it the first too, yeah, Ghostbusters or the second Ghostbusters where they make the joke where the guy with the weird Kramer hair fucked the ghost? You are. Hold on, I'm gonna to... I'm gonna Google Ghostbusters Kramer hair. I'll be right back. <laughs> it's probably Harold Ramis. That is, you are referencing when they are <laughs> discussing the experiments they've been doing on the slime that responds to emotional states. Mm. And Venkman says, "You're not sleeping with it, are you, Ray?" And then they give a weird look to Egon, and they all go. <laughs> It's always the quiet ones. <laughs> I liked the new one too. I love the new, I loved new, the new one. one. I, yeah, yeah, the newest one. Loved the new new one. I think made I me just cry. Don't care. I posted a lot of negative posts about the all female one, but that I've changed my ways. And <laughs> I didn't see that one. I don't know. I I yeah. don't think it's a fun romp. I saw it Sorry. in elementary school. Like that's that's how long ago well, I yeah. saw Ghostbusters. I saw it in elementary school. Well, yeah. And and I haven't seen it since. And I don't feel drawn to it at all. I don't care about it enough to be like, let's get into it again. I'm just kind of like, there's other shit. You know what I mean? Like, why are we? The story's been told. I'm just saying, Ivan Reitman, the director, just passed away today. Right. Oh, he did. That's yeah, real. That's, that's what today? I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it. Oh. Well, it was uh, a seminal movie to my existence. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I here I, first. Mike Carroll's a giant liar. There, you go. there it is. Uh, okay, good for Ivan Reitman. I hope uh, I hope he wasn't a monster, and we don't find out that years later he was a piece of shit. But you He's know a what? Canadian. He a good life. That's right. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything to me, man. Canadians, you, they're Canadian truckers you have no are pride? out there, man. You have no pride. No, no. if I have, if I. If I get rid of my pride, can I perform in the States for money, please? Um, no. <laughs> oh. Where is there places that give you money? My show, pay, my show oh. pays. My show, <laughs> show. My show at Checker Hall pays. My show yeah, pays, right. too, but not, you know, my show used more to handsomely. Pay. I'll give you exactly. drink tickets and $20. <laughs> oh, I can't believe Ivan Reitman died. He was my favorite uh, director of Ghostbusters, the first movie <laughs> I've ever seen. Oh man! I can uh, tell you're wrecked. Over you it. Canadians, <laughs> Deborah DiGiovanni did this uh, for oh, Little Richard, well, no. and then d- called the same audible in the middle of it. <laughs> well, I'm early not, I'm in being pandemic. Facetious. Yeah, I'm being facetious. Deborah DiGiovanni is, by the way, for those of you listening, please go listen to all of her uh, comedy albums. Oh, what he produced Space Jam. Oh, yeah. fuck. Rest in peace, my guy. And Animal House. <laughs> Animal House. He also I produced I Love You Man and yeah. Trailer Park Boys and uh, Rest in Peace. Wow. Thank you for Space Jam. Wow. Dang, how do I get one of those? I saw him uh, crossing the street once uh, near the um, uh, what's that big mall? The uh, Hollywood Mall. No, no, no. Yes, the famous way, way Hollywood Beverly, Mall. Beverly Center? No, no, no! In, in the valley, Glendale like Galleria. No, no, no! Valley like Mall, Wood, no, Woodfield like Mall, the, like like the Topanga Canyon Mall. Oh, oh Topanga Canyon Oaks. Mall. Yeah, he was like crossing was the close. street away from the mall towards like uh, uh, an office. one of the centuries. Sit. I'm gonna keep naming malls. <laughs> uh, just to finish my thought, if you haven't heard of Deborah DiGiovanni and her comedy, you have to check her out. She's one of the best I ever do it, and I love her very much. Okay, good. He also directed No Strings Attached. <laughs> 
Wait, is yes. that the one with JT and Mila Kunis? You guys were no, not impressed one. at all with Ashton Ghostbusters, Kut- the movie Ghostbusters, but then Ghostbusters. you're I'm sorry, man. All-time great classic, uh, seminal film. It's an important movie. It's the biggest movie it's in 1984. I'm so flabbergasted sure. that I didn't <laughs> oh, I guess and... Oh, I wrote that uh, book. I didn't... I, that's, uh, that movie's Orwellian. That movie's Orwellian. We did it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't... Uh, Animal House. I... I uh, yeah. Wait, you didn't lean, Mike. You didn't lean. Animal House. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> I had to follow Deborah one time at uh, uh, Cornell Danky and Sean Green show. Oh, what was that mm. called? It's Comedy Garage, and I didn't know who she was. And then she oh. um, she uh, fucked that show in the ass. And then like yeah. I had to go up on stage and just talk about her set for the first five minutes because it was the yeah. only thing that could have been done at that point. One of my favorite things that's ever been said about a Deborah Di Giovanni set was that it was like an outdoor show, and somebody was like. Deborah DiGiovanni came on stage, built a roof, and then blew that roof off. She fucking wrecks a sh- Like, the moment she moved out there, the, I think John Roy was headlining in Montreal. And the first thing John said to me after his set at the Nest, because I'd like, it, I just showed up late for the show, and he was like, Do you know this Deborah DiGiovanni? Nobody wants to follow her. She's too good. Where did you she can't come follow from? her. She can't. It's hard. She also uh, is the prime example. Here of people who live a good life and are kind off stage and like she's gotten me out of so many weird like green room convos and shit like she's just a good person Mm -hmm. and then she's a great comedian and she doesn't have to shove it down your throat like we were talking about you know exactly yeah deb giovanni one of the best to ever do it straight up and i will fight anybody who has words about that john roy i know for a fact loves her he told me he was uh, oh yeah he said that uh yeah that was his favorite it's like it's impossible to follow her she just crushes so hard john uh, roy he's right um okay one more let's do one more uh hit it, hit it. funniest person my listeners have never heard of so that i actually Ooh. had that written down and we were kind of doing it anyway so pick a different oh. person besides deb okay because she's uh, been on the show. So she's maybe been on the show. Uh, and I Car- already talked about Nigel. Carrie Prusa. Carrie Prusa is the funniest person in the world that nobody's ever heard of. Who's that? Exactly. Mm. Do you want to elaborate? Uh, Carrie, uh, like if, if like we're talking like the generation of like, like Odin Kirk and David Cross, if you ask them who's the funniest guy you know, and not even mm. put on like the asterisk that like never blew up huge. Yeah. They would say Carrie Prusa is an improviser or stand up. He he did everything. Um, is he? Uh, he's passed but, away. No, can no. You, he's he's around in New York. He's just more interested in like doing music and stuff. Um, can you give us a spelling on that name? I'm going to look him up. C a r y i p r u s a. Of the performances that have been recorded i recorded one i I used to host a show in uh the east village a million years ago and this was around the time that he was like starting to like he's like i'm gonna start performing comedy again and he did this routine where uh i was like is there anything you want me to say he goes yeah 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 say uh we haven't seen this guy in a while we're really happy he's back Mm -hmm. and so that's that's how he introduced him he goes up on stage with a boom box and he he's like and he's like, he's like, I need. <laughs> so ridiculous. He goes, uh, he's like, he's like, he's like, I just need to like plug this boombox. He presses play on a tape, and 
his voice comes out of the boombox and he's nice. just lip syncing <gasps> to the routine coming out of the boombox. <laughs> and he starts doing a, a few jokes and then he's like, I should probably explain through circumstances I'm not going to bore you with. I lost my voice. I had a medical condition <laughs> and I knew I had a certain amount of time left. So I started logging as much material as I could. And then he starts and then all the jokes are like, <laughs> some of them are so like, just like dated by like a couple of years. Like he's That's like, so funny. he's like, you remember when uh, Art Garfunkel got pulled over by the police? <laughs> like, I think he heard the sounds of sirens. I mean, it's just, it is so, and that's just one. so mad. <laughs> if that oh was my a God. Joke. If it's, it wasn't in this narrative, I would, I wouldn't, I would hate that. But this is so much funnier. I kind of like Positively. It. Uh, uh yeah absolutely absolutely brilliant up and down <sighs> he's like one of the like he's somebody like if you brought up his name to like somebody who's been around for like a, like 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 a like a dave rath when he was like producing mm. like sh like stand-up shows at like you know this the comedy store or something like carrie prusa would be on the bill or some shit you know dave rath mm. has uh made up uh brody stevens jokes that he tries to pass off as brody stevens jokes that aren't really <laughs> He'll go like cucumber, almost a pickle, and it's like not even something <laughs> that Brody said, but he does it as Brody. It's pretty funny. written in the style of. <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite type of thing. By the way, I like um, uh, guy who is like every every comic that was like the funniest like a guy that like never yeah like did the thing. Uh, Joe mm -hmm. Quizala tweeted like if you ask a comedian. Yes. Their favorite comedian, like uh, non-comedians expect you to be like, I love Dave Chappelle or like Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. But it's usually somebody who like quit doing comedy 10 years ago who like lives yes. in the woods. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I remember I was working on some job and like at the like the uh, at lunch, like the guy I'm in the scene with was like, so, so what do you do? And I'm like, oh, Jesus. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, boy. You know, and so I mentioned like, you know, like I do a lot of stand up and he's like, ah, who's your favorite comedian? I'm like, ah. Ted Kaczynski. Right. <laughs> he actually killed. He lived in the woods. <laughs> oh, get out of here, brother. Oh, I wasn't leaning. It wasn't. That's I wasn't. Incredible. I didn't want to do a comedy thing. I was. It was a callback. To before. It was like a. It was I a, heard you. No, I got like you. My answer will only be like like an Andy, Andy Kindler or they're like, what's oh, your favorite? Yeah, hands down. What's your favorite like comedy album? I'd be like, like when we were talking about Dice, the, the, yeah. the Day the Laughter Died, yeah. parts one and mm. two is the most brilliant piece of recorded <laughs> comedy i've ever heard and it's just like you, you brighter do you know those records you've talked about it on here before it's the rick rubin one where he oh, bombs yeah. on purpose right he like, bombs on purpose yeah. they are fucking i feel like galifianakis live at the purple onion is a on purpose bomb well Fair wasn't well, there that be. Kristen know. saul special where she like had a kid yell at her and then that wasn't supposed to be like that was a bomb but it was like People's they, outtakes they from their tapings? specials that they show on like clips and shit. I'm like, why didn't you put that in the thing? Like, that's funnier than everything. It, it didn't flow right. It didn't flow. It didn't flow right. Well, um, yeah. I mean, right. that's the thing. Is like, fucking love that stuff. It, it, Chris, who's hot shit in Seattle that we should know? Um, let's see. Some of my I personal favorites. Of, yeah, yeah. Every clip you of know, Chris Mejia, I, was, I like. I will say that. Yeah. 
Uh, I was about you to and say that guy not. are hilarious together, by the way. Bo, oh, Johnson. Bo Johnson. So the homie Bo Johnson, uh, yeah. we co-run a show in Seattle together. Uh, and I'm not just saying this because he's the homie. Uh, he's a really funny dude. Check him out Hilarious. on Instagram. He's been in JFL. He's on Comedy Central. He's and such a sweetheart. Uh, he's a, he's a he's a sweetheart. Uh, I would also say just to shout out some Seattle people. Um, Aaron Engel. Sound. Uh, yeah, Nirvana. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Uh, Aaron Engel is an yeah. absolute incredible comedian who Very I just. Funny. Uh, I just wish Aaron didn't live in Washington and lived in a place that had in- industry so she could get noticed. Uh, Gabe Rutledge is like has been long time considered one of Washington's favorites. Uh, he won uh, Laughing Skull a couple years ago. Uh, Gabe is one of those guys who just every time I've seen him, no matter the audience, whether it was like a country audience, whether it was like a hip city audience, whatever, like I've always seen him murder. And the worst I've seen him do was still pretty decent. Like he's it was not like a pushing night- himself. So what that means? <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. he's a sham. That's what he is. He, Always he going for easy shot. laughs, huh? So we're the bridal. I froze. I froze. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It was I've like the froze. worst possible time to freeze. Uh, mm. But no, I just shouted out a bunch of Washington comedians, whether they're uh, that I think are cool and people should check out. It would go. To defy wrestling up there? I've actually been meaning to because, okay, long story short, I was never into wrestling. And then when I moved to Seattle, a bunch of comedians were super into wrestling. Yeah, that's a thing. That's uh, and they kept talking about Defy Wrestling, which I want to check out because I hear they're very fun. Defy is a hot, hot show. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been meaning to check that out. Did you name Emmett Montgomery? I'm trying to think of a Seattle comedian. Emmett Montgomery. Hey. Yeah, Emmett's a part of like the kind of like the old guard of like back when not Seattle that old. comedy. Not that old. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, in the sense of like when uh, Seattle comedy was being was being run by like the uh, him and uh, uh, who else? Uh, Andy Haynes. Andy Haynes. Yeah. Andy Peters. Um, Roy Scovel. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. uh, Danielle Radford. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. Um, and then there's uh, I forget there's one more who I'm forgetting his name, but like they had like this alt room that was really well known. Uh, Emmett was a part of that crew. Yeah, cool. Lisa, did you go? I was uh, frozen for a Lisa half hour. I didn't go. I say because it's Valentine's Day. My fiance Scott Lures. You should check him out. Yeah, he's so funny Wait. and he's Wait, so. Scott- L U H R S. Yeah. Oh, he's fucking hilarious. I yeah. Think I, I did a festival with him in Omaha. He fucking ripped it. Yeah. Awesome. He's oh, so yeah. funny and he's such a good person and I'm very attractive and to Mike's him. Mike's not even engaged to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Scott's very funny. That he had uh, the funniest diss. You mentioned like him dissing somebody that we were talking about, like in conversation at one of yeah. the Sean Green shows. I thought. I still think about that line and think it's hilarious. I do every. I think about it all the time too. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. What it, Rosa, did you I think like of that. another? Uh, oh, uh, I've got so many. You got. You got to tell me when to shut up. I'll just rattle them off. Right. Actually, listeners, if you're if you want more Canadian comics, message me on Twitter. I do not care. I will hit you with a list so long you'll have to come see me in two years. I will. But the tell list you- is just Mike Rosa over and over. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in there. I think highly of myself. I think you know. Check out my album. I like it a lot. I think I'm fun. Uh, but I will. 
like you know boy. you've had Robbie Hoffman on here you had Dead to Giovanni Sam Talent isn't Canadian but he's who I, I think of when I'm thinking like fucking uh, folk so hero great. comics like had Sam he's on. the closest thing to Bigfoot I love I think that of. clip of Sam talking to a guy in the audience who has a gun he's like can you yes. give me the gun and then chance and he almost gun. does and then the guy <laughs> yeah. almost legit gives him the gun he's like don't give me, don't the, give gun. me the gun <laughs> oh I'm obviously Beautiful. horrifically butchering it just listen to oh, Sam Talent he's, he's incredible great. He's so good. Nick Vaderot is who I think of every time someone's like, boom, hey, who's a comic we don't know that we should. And, Perfect. You know, if they're really Thank not you. deep into comedy at all, I'll be like Kinane and, and Kindler. And I'll be like, these are going to be some discoveries for you. But people who are into comedy know who they are. But uh, that said, Canadian comics. I already talked about Nigel Grinstead and Deb De Giovanni. We got Noor Hadidi, Rebecca Reeds. Uh, we got uh, Kyle Bergstresser. Love watching him. These Love names Courtney are amazing. Gilmore. Uh, Courtney Gilmore's fantastic. Luba Magnus just put out an album. You've got, uh, uh, let's see here. Who else do I like? Chris Sandiford. Chris Sandiford. Chris, Chris Sandiford. Okay. <laughs> Steph Tolov will make you Steph Yes, Dave Merhej. Steph has been on Ivan Decker. Uh, oh, Ivan uh, Decker's hilarious. Ivan uh, Decker's so funny. I did a show with say, Scott Lures and Ivan Decker. At I would say he's starting to blow up, so I don't know if he qualifies for this question, but Gavin Matz. Gavin uh, Matz, very funny. Sophie Buttle. Sophie uh, Buttle, Mace, Maloney, Mace Galoni, yeah. Incredible comics. Just like so many Canadian comics out here. Tamara Siobhan, Chris Locke. Chris Locke is very funny. Uh, Chris Sanford. Chris Sanford. Okay, this is I'm going to blow up Chris Sanford's spot right now. Chris and I started comedy around the same time here in Montreal, and he keeps saying a bit of his does not work. And I am just adamant in that it will. And I'm putting it out there. I swear to God, if you see Chris ever doing a bit about cars not touching, tell me how it went, because I bet it killed every time he does this bit. He's like, for the most part cars you know they don't touch and i just fucking lose it he's oh, so fucking funny i did uh, to interrupt me. to interrupt mike because i do that for a living uh i did want to <laughs> shout living. out uh paid? no uh, <laughs> I, oh i haven't told you uh no uh, i did want to shout out he's not a seattle comic anymore because he lives in new york but wilfred P- padawa uh, oh yeah he's unknown now but i'm 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 calling it in a couple years that man is going to be uh on more and more shit uh, in my personal opinion, one of the funniest people to come out of Seattle. Uh, I also want to shout out, he lives in LA and I feel like names. he's finally getting like the, like the traction in his career that I feel like he's always deserved. JB ball is a real funny dude. JB smooth. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> wrote and like for a bunch of different shit, I'm not going to list his credits. He's real funny. And then, mm-hmm. uh, Monica Nevy is also another Seattle comic Monica who wow. is great and just fi- filmed the special in, in Philly. So shout out to Monica Nevy. Also a really funny person. I'm going to have to Google all of these names. I know Nick Vader. I've known him for a while. So that'll be, that'll yeah. be the one that I don't have to. By the way. Uh, V-A-T-E-R-O-T-T. <laughs> for amusement only. I push that on anybody that I can. It's misspelled, I think. Yeah, uh, me too. Also, Dwayne Kennedy is another person that I push on mm-hmm. everybody. What about. Uh, what a, Disingenuous, the new special called? Vaderat's new special? Yes, that, that thing is insane. It is insane. Yeah. It is very Vaderot. It rules. Yeah. It is. Mike, uh, uh, Matt, what were you gonna say? Did are people aware of uh, a, a stand-up apartment? No, that sounds what? very familiar. 
they just put out a new one after I don't know how many years. This is Greg Johnson and, and Kenny Zivley House. Um, it's one of the... <laughs> it truly is like such a... It's it, 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 in, in the vein of like an Andy Kindler. It's just like you truly have to be a comedian to enjoy nice. how fucking funny it is. It's just two comics. Oh, their, I've seen this. Sorry. In continue. their apartment just being like, how was it? They were weird, you know. Just like I heard, I heard he ate it. I heard he killed. I heard he ate. Just that's that's it. So funny. <laughs> All right, I'm into it. But after a year, years, years of silence, they finally put up an, another one, and it's. Just... I haven't heard the name Greg Johnson for a while, but then again, I know fewer and fewer people. I mean, in Greg Johnson's one of the funniest fucking. I mean, geez, I he's someone that his jokes have become just a part of my everyday vernacular love that you know where oh. it's just like if, if somebody mentions like security i'm just like security in the basement you know that joke he was he was at the library and there's an there's a frequently asked questions and it's like you know what time is the library closed you know like how long can i take a book out for and then there's one that just says security in the basement and he's like so there are people coming up to the desk and just asking security in the basement so often <laughs> that they have put it on the frequently asked questions i mean it's just fucking unbelievable all right when that happens with comics bits jacob oh, Greco yeah. does a bit that i i can't stop quoting with my girlfriend and i recommend if you guys reach out to jacob greco land and tell him that he's a very funny, silly so boy. So many Maybe names. Send you the clip. So many names. I love oh, Corona. Yeah, Mike, what do you expect? You're talking to me about my favorite thing Corona. in the world. He loves going to comedy shows and sitting there and listening. I almost <laughs> resent that you still like comedy. I don't know what that says about yeah, me. Yeah, that's just letting me know therapy is not as accessible as I hoped in Canada. <laughs> I. It hey, sounds man, like I, they have. My therapist says I'm doing great. Okay. Don't... <laughs> I really wish I still loved comedy. The, there's an open oh, mic. Like so much. down the street from me that I can't make myself go to because I hate. Oh, it. I would Where fucking make that my haunt. It's in Ooh. North I... North Hills, California. McCarthy can go. I um don't see that happening. <laughs> I would do it right away. I would, I would come in from outside for any one of you guys. I appreciate Aww. you. Are always a good listener. I've when I'm on shows with you. There are comedians I will listen to their set, but I'm just saying in general. Like, I'm just like, uh, I just oh, wait, do you think down. I'm sitting down watching every comic? Yes. Oh, you're just no. you just love the hang only no, because no, 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 that's no, no, what no, no, you no. said. I love watching. No, I love watching. <laughs> I think that in fairness. So the reason I think that no, is no, hold on it's exactly what you said. I will tap out if a comic is garbage. Like I will watch somebody. <laughs> I and think if every comedian is good in their own based way. Based off of your words, Mike. Based off of your words, Mike. The I love watching. I had in my head uh-huh. was that you would lay on your stomach with your legs <laughs> over your body <laughs> with, your, with your hand on your fist, <laughs> with, your, with yeah. your head on your fist, just <laughs> and just like going like nodding your head to the side. That's right. I'm twirling a cord. And, from then, a, and if a joke down. really gets you, you kick your feet. That's right. Dear you diary. And you take out your pen and you go, you just made the list. <laughs> He's a Canadian. 
That is <laughs> what Jericho. <laughs> that is something I would do. But I'll say I'll say this. Uh no, I will give a fair shot to somebody. But if you're garbage, I will take the opportunity to enjoy the hang as well. Okay, yeah. You know, like um, but right. I for the most part will be what if a show's got eight comics on it, <laughs> there's probably one comic I won't watch, and that's you know, no shade to anybody. It's just some comics are bad. I think my problem is somebody like, of my friends quit comedy. <laughs> so it's like, so I don't know anybody anymore. I'm just old man at the comedy show. And so that's I've made my fun. 2022 New Year's resolution to uh, light people at shows that I don't run. So <laughs> oh. wow, that's a great move. Love it. Oh, incredible. Love just bring it. a table candle with you everywhere. That is kind of like the power that we all have in our hands, that we all have something that Everybody has a light a on phone. it, that we could just uh, light someone who's bad and they won't I know. would light someone early at my <laughs> mic. I used to run when they were saying some shit like that was fucked up or I'd or from the back. I'd be like, not here. You're not That's doing a that secret here. heckler. Remember, move. that's his great like life hack heckler move. That's for, so funny that if that's you're amazing. at a show and you fucking hate the comedian, you can always light them. And remember when we were talking from the back of the room? It has remember, to be from the back of the room. We were remember when you light the comic? Dude, we, <laughs> Honestly, makes, balls of steel. That's better fucking, than Sam it, asking it's for a, a great gun. move. Please <laughs> do not do it. But <laughs> this reminds me of we were at a bar once, and like my buddy figured out like if you reached behind the jukebox, there's a button that you can hit to skip the song. Oh. oh, and we were doing it. Uh, obviously, too, we flew too close to the sun. <laughs> How many did you skip? Uh, enough that the bartender came over and she goes, "Hey, you didn't pay for these fucking songs, so we either knock it off or get the fuck out." <laughs> oh wow! Well, we just really like "Don't Fear the Reaper." I know. But then at that point, it's so it's like, how can I just? That's the best John. I can't Mooney even joke, sit here and drink Diner. anymore. Who was, uh, who Chris was... and I host. We didn't get a rose. It's a bachelor recap podcast. For all you sick fucks who watched The Bachelor this Hell season. Yeah. Uh, and I got an album out called Cherubic. I'm on a compilation album for Just the Laughs called Doula Midwife Full Wife. I didn't name it. You guys get to check out my three tracks on there. And eventually I'll be doing shows again. So goodbye. <laughs> I host Chatterbox Comedy Night returning February 20th Best every show. Sunday. Best show not in L.A. It's so much fun. Please come out. We like to drink and have a good time. Uh, also, please check out In the Stars on Amazon Prime Video's YouTube page. Hell yeah. Oh. I'm so happy about Chatterbox. I would love to do Everyone it I that. know who has gone to L.A. to do shows or lives in L.A. has said nothing but amazing things about that show. Please yeah. let me know if you're in town. I'm in I town. <laughs> I'll uh... message you. <laughs> Uh, who else has plugs? McCarthy, what do you got? Uh, listen to the We Watch Wrestling podcast every Wednesday. Listen to Watch It with Matt and Glennis on Mondays. And mm. uh, March 31st, Thursdays on CBS. Watch How We Roll. Oh. Uh, one thing I wanted to plug, I co-run a show in Seattle called Good Comedy. Uh, it's a super fun show that people should check out. Follow us uh, at Good Comedy Show on Instagram. Uh, or if you have Facebook, uh, Good Comedy on Facebook. Uh, every show we've done in the past has sold out in advance. Uh, and we're tickets. The clips look so insane. Your... I was like, where is he performing? So the good. people are They're showing so up to this. Such a fun show. And he show. runs it with Bo Johnson, who we uh, already mentioned, is hilarious and sweet, just like yes. Chris is. 
Uh, we have a show on February. Uh, I don't know. Is this gonna? This comes out Friday. Friday, right? yes, Friday. Yeah. So on February twentieth, we have a show, uh, the Crocodile, which is a le- legendary Seattle venue, opened up a comedy oh, club yeah. that you should support because it's a super awesome place. Uh, but we're going to be bringing our show there as well. So we're going to be doing our show at two different spots. Uh, yeah. So come uh, come to our show. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have a DJ. We do auto-tune. Uh, and we bring <laughs> in great comics. And obviously, if any of y'all are in town, hit me up. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. There's been two people who have had auto-tunes on the show. And one is you. And the other is Hannibal Burris. So, <laughs> so good company. Uh, I, I was ready to guess Johnny Pemberton or Josh. Well, Vader. Pemberton <laughs> has had a voice changer a lot of times. Uh-huh. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for Thank having you. us. Mark. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Valentine's Have a great Valentine's Day, everybody. Valentine's Day. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this rules. Yeah. That's Mike, Felisa, Matt. Chris, I'm going to tag all of them on Twitter and Instagram. Go give everybody a follow on social media that you don't already follow. I promise they want you to follow them. Thank you guys uh, so much for listening. I truly do appreciate it. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan.